millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Andrew McKenna from TalkSport. We're out in Sri Lanka covering the England Cricket Tour. As well as exclusive live ball-by-ball coverage of the Test Series, TalkSport are also giving you a podcast. It's published daily, it's called Following On, and covers all the news and views around the tour. It's full of player interviews, reaction and analysis from TalkSport's team of experts, including Darren Goff, Jared Kimber and Matt Pryor. Oh yeah, and also some of me. We'll be rounding up each day of action from the test matches, plus the news from all the other days on tour. You can subscribe now by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favourite podcast app. Search for the Following On Cricket Podcast, subscribe now and never miss a show. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Is it, is it not working? One, two, one, two. Is that OK? You all right, Ready? Hello, Tox. Hello, Tox. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guardsman, I am. I am like Buckingham Palace. We should sponsor the helmets. Shall I put it back on? Yeah, that's nice. All right, then. Uh, this is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We had some great guests in today. You'll hear Did one of them. Yeah, Michelle Rue. He was good. Junior. Junior, yeah. Um, chef, Manchester United fan, and restaurateur. Yes, and uh, amongst the things we discussed, uh, vegan turkey. Vegan turkey, yeah, we'll hear about that. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be predicting some results. A survey that we never actually gave the results. Yeah, that's a bit (laughs) of a waste of time. really. And uh, and some various other bits. Yeah, yeah. sorted nonsense. And here it all is. Sat here after the, one of the early games of the season, seeing Fulham at Wembley against Tottenham. Even though Spurs won, I thought I said to you, Fulham will be fine. Yeah. But what do I know? I mean, I thought there'd be a little bit of uh, adaptation to the Premier League, but that's not really happened. They're suffering from a big loss of confidence. Yeah, uh, a lot they're not playing well at all. Important players like Kenny, and especially <clears throat> Sessignon, you can see it's getting <clears throat> to him the yeah. pressure. Of, I thought, I thought to myself, that was my night. I thought they were better than this. Really, they, yeah. were, they were really poor. But, but talking about going into a French accent, there, if Fulham's new centre half, La Moche, La Moche, <laughs> I can't even say <laughs> La Marchand, La yeah. Marchand. Marchand. La Marchand. Marchand. La Marchand, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> La Marchands are coming. Is that where you're going with that? No. Okay. It's French. It means the merchant. Oh, yeah. It's French for the merchant. So nice. surely he should play for Venezia. 
That's oh yeah, that's it's clever. It, we got there in the end. <laughs> he did. Just because I couldn't pronounce his name. <laughs> Actually, um, just reverting back to the cricket, I've got a new formula for watching England on tour. It's called wake up, check the score, go back to bed, <laughs> <laughs> give up on the rest of the test match. Well, but no, not this time. But no, they thanks to the middle order. <clears throat> uh, not yeah. for the first time they got England out of jail. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And I was thinking, even if City are found to have broken no rules whatsoever, it'd be fantastic if the Premier League gave them a twenty-point deduction. I think. Yeah. At least then it would go down to the last day. It'd be quite a good competition. <laughs> it could be a great leveller. Yeah. We're going to be having a chat about these allegations uh, mm. later on and what, uh, or if anything, could be done should they uh, prove to be correct. But of course, mm. as I said, they are just purely allegations at the moment should be in a German newspaper. <laughs> you go, you're going for immediate relegation. <laughs> immediate <right>? relegation. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, fair enough. They'd still win the championship this year, but they probably might. would, yeah. Um, yes, I mean, I think. Brilliant. I, I think you could dock them 20 points and they'd still be in the top four. I think I think they could. I think they'd still win it. <laughs> I, I watched their demolition of Southampton at half-time last Not night. Not that we're suggesting at all they deserve to be docked. No, no, no. Of, uh, exactly. of 20 points. I, uh, yes, I watched them, uh, their demolition of Southampton. God, yeah. they're, they're so good. And what they're great at is being unselfish in the box. Mm. The way that they always look for someone else who's in a better position. Yeah. Is, you know, that's not just a coincidence. That's worked on it. It's, it's brilliant. Mm. But back to Fulham. I tell you who's disappointed me. He came with a big reputation as Jean-Michel Serry. I mean, yeah. What? <laughs> At one point, I went, Jean-Michel Serry's not playing. Uh, oh, no, he was playing. <laughs> Honestly, for the first half an hour, didn't, you didn't even see him. And uh, I mean, same with Tom Kearney. Really I mean, Tom Kearney runs the right. game. At least he's a young player. Kearney, you know, Kearney he has come back from injury, yeah. to be fair. Kearney and Sessegnon are young players who are yeah. taking a lot of responsibility for a team who had just got in the Premier League. Players like Scherler, especially. Mm. I mean, look, he had that little one he tried to curl, didn't he curl around the, towards the end of the game yeah. to get something out of it. But generally... He's not really turning up as much as he should be. No, and, and you know he was unlucky. He scored really, yeah. but yeah. Mitrovic, you know, just stupidly offside. Didn't need to be. But look, well done to Huddersfield. It was mm. a great win for them. It know, was, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I still think they they could struggle, but uh, <coughs> they are creating a fair bit though. Yeah. We've said this before. They've you know hit the bar, hit the post. And, yeah, Billings yeah, yeah. a nice place. Impressed me. Yeah, so a big so. night for them. Definitely. Uh, uh, anything else? I don't know, actually, what have I got here? Oh, yes, mm. uh, the Liverpool player. I don't know, I hadn't thought of this before, but Naby Keita. <clears throat> yeah. I think he should definitely open a hotel on a motorway in Kaliningrad. The Hotel Naby Keita. Yeah. Thank you. Well, <laughs> one, for, one for completers. You really, really would need to know. <laughs> well, we did uh, go on about we it. stayed in the world's worst hotel. Andy Smart's Melbourne Cup tip came oh, in at 7-1. to no. one. Well done to him. Andy Smart told you yesterday uh, about this. He tipped, he tipped it up on air, didn't he? And uh, guess who forgot? Uh, to go down the bookies or Us get on their too. Paddy Power account <laughs> and lump on. Yeah, so Andy, of course, sends that message to me mm. today saying, uh, hope you're on cross-counter. I got seven to one. Yes. I said something I forgot. But I'm delighted for you, though. Oh, yes. Gritted team. <laughs> Absolutely delighted. So, yeah, look, Andy did give you a winner yesterday, so thanks for that. Mm. Uh, did you see this thing? Well, actually, you probably didn't because it, was, it wasn't in the sun. It was in the other ones. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yes. On. Uh, the vegan turkey. No. Oh, yeah. The vegan turkey's out. It's, nice, uh, yeah. It Basically, it's made of uh, tofu skin, mm. flesh made of textured soybean protein, yeah. soybean protein isolate, and vegetable extracts. It comes with vegan stuffing and vegan gravy. It does actually look yeah. like a turkey. Mm. Yeah. The one thing it can't do, though, is predict results in major tournaments. Well, <laughs> well, <I've> got, what's <laughs> Vincent the vegan turkey? <laughs> 
Should we have him in? Vince the vegan turkey. <laughs> oh, I don't think Tinsel will be happy about that, but what a great idea. Well, Tinsel's Vince... been doing a lot of work uh, <laughs> the in and around the, the next World Cup. It's because it works. For, you know, Tinsel works for FIFA, of course, yeah, as we does, now yeah. know. Hmm. And Christmas is a busy time for year, busy time of year for him. So we can bring in Vince the vegan turkey to predict some big results, can't we? He'll let, sound like... Let him do the Christmas, uh, but he won't sound like He's got a very tinsel. similar voice. That's it. <laughs> there, there he is. There, there he is. Vincent the vegan. Is that a Sawyer voice? <laughs> Sawyer based vocal cords. Yeah, I think. But it's, yeah, so Vincent the vegan turkey will be weighing in with some uh, big predictions. Well, why not? Yeah. That's good. Um, I'll tell you what, just, yeah. the stuff about Morata. Uh, mm. He was talking about the problems he's had when he was at the club. Yeah. He said, I've suffered a lot in the um, in the past, so I needed to score. So he wanted to score that third goal. And I he know, messed it up. but he's getting it all wrong and making such a thing. Mm. Forget yeah. that. You scored yeah. two goals. Be happy with that. You missed yeah. the chance. So what? He said, I think I missed because I'd. Uh, he basically had too much time. It's an old thing of a player. With, yeah, and I used to say this about Robbie Keane. Robbie well, Keane, if he strikers. ran from the halfway line and had to think about it, he'd often miss. Yeah. But the kind of reaction stuff, fantastic. Some so players, normal. Well, yeah. both both goals that he scored were reactions. Of course they were, yeah. You know, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you know, don't, don't beat yourself, beat yourself up. up. Exactly. Yeah. Let really. Andy do that when you miss two next <laughs> week. Yeah. And uh, there's been a survey. This is an odd survey. I don't get this survey at all. Mm. Goal line technology, remember it's in the news, mm. has been voted the best football innovation of the last 30 yeah. years in a survey of 2,000 supporters. Okay, what are the other ones? Would you want to know about the rest of them? What are, what are they? The back pass, I suppose? Uh, well, I've got... They say instant replay. Well, I'm sure Dan Hartman. In, I'm sure we had instant replay before... What are we now? 18, 1988. We definitely yeah. had instant replay before then. Do you want to know? I've got, I've got a bit more on this server. Yeah. Oh, let me... OK, let me just open this page in the world's slowest computer. There we are. So, uh, under soil heating... Um, oh, oh, I've loved that one. Yeah, that featured in it. Mm. Oh, I've had very strong views on under soil heating. <laughs> yeah. 2,000 fans, uh, apparently, were, yes. were polled. And, uh, yeah, mm. Undersoil <clears throat> Eating featured. Yeah, what else? Um, God, I mean, a lot of problems with this computer. Oh, let me just keep saying Undersoil Heating. <laughs> that the, was... back, the back passes, definitely, that's, yeah. you know. Okay, well, when this computer deems There's to There's not been probably, that many innovations in football. It's still basically the same game, isn't The it? goalposts, people have been. <laughs> they're taking over from the jumpers. That was obviously quite an innovation. <laughs> no, give up with this. I'm going to punch <laughs> hole through this screen. Leave me to do that. We might get more on this uh, survey. A we'll come later. back to this great survey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Fault report going in. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs uh, here on Talk Sport. Now, next guest, last time we saw him, was at, uh, working very hard at uh, Cheltenham, hard. where uh, they're in, they look after all the hospitality area, uh, is Michel Roux Jr. His new book, The French Revolution, 140 Classic Recipes Made Fresh and Simple. Michel, good to see you. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Pleasure to, to be with you guys in the Talk Sport studio. No, yeah, that's right. to have you. And the first thing I said to you was, uh, this looks quite simple, because I think one thing, when you hear the name... Rue, and especially Michelle Rue, you think, oh, is it going to be one of these things that's really difficult to do? Uh, well, not this one. That's why it's called the French Revolution. It is really straightforward. It's the kind of food I would eat, at, well, I do eat at home, and I was brought up on. So it's homely, it's simple, no more than five or six ingredients, straightforward and, and delicious. Because yeah. it is interesting. I mean, just my wife followed a recipe yesterday from nice recipe and came over but it took her two hours <laughs> you know you don't do. want that in you real don't life really you don't, want, not you, really you no beans that. on toast wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> no i won't say what it was it was very good but that's <laughs> two hours to open the tin <laughs> <laughs> got a problem with her hand at the moment <laughs> so so what made you write the book 
Um, I, I think it was it was to debunk this myth that French cooking is is complex, uh, difficult, rich, uh, and so on and so forth. Actually, the, at its heart, at its very essence, French cooking is all about great ingredients, uh, simply prepared and simply cooked. Yes, there are complex and complex recipes like I do at, at my restaurant, mm. but actually. The real essence of the of French food is what this book is all about. Mm. It's uh, some of these. It's kind of your dad's recipes that he passed on. Yeah, yeah, dad, and also um, more importantly, grandma's. Grandma, yeah, uh, of course, a couple yeah, of grandma yeah. recipes, and uh, and you know we we all. Uh, actually, you, you ask any Michelin-starred chef what is their favourite food and, and what inspires them, and they always say it's their grandma's recipe, isn't it? Mm. It, it is, and it, and it's home cooking, and uh, so there are a lot of home cooking sort of recipes in there, uh, stuff that I enjoy to eat. Um, and very, very simple. There's a chapter on uh, salads, for example. Uh, there's a chapter on, uh, in French we say, sur le pouce, on your thumb, which is eating quickly. Mm. So there's uh, kind of tartines, open sandwiches, omelettes, things like that. Mm. And sauces. So you got like a simple sauces section as well. Yeah, very simple, straightforward, uh, and mayonnaise and yeah. things, uh, salad dressings, things, things that, uh, that are simple actually to make. And you get great, great satisfaction out of making even just a simple dressing for a salad. Sure, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to Christmas in the Rue oh, household, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it must be quite difficult it's for elbows person. everywhere, pushing people out of the way in the kitchen, I would think. The people... Uh, like marking <laughs> someone at a corner, I would think, in your kitchen. Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> I mean, whoever does the cooking is under pressure if you're all there. Yeah, it, it's tough, as you can imagine. I mean, we're, we're all chefs. Uh, mm. my, my father, my obviously, uh, myself, my uncle, my cousin, my daughter even is a chef. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we we tend to um, take each course. We take a responsibility and mm. and say, okay, no trespassing. I'm looking after the starters. <laughs> Leave me alone. You look after the main and, and share out the duties that way. This is a bit of a recurring theme today. We've got Peter Scudamore coming in later on. Of course, his yes, dad Michael, his, mm. his granddad as well. Yeah. His son now is a jockey. I mean, when you go into the same line of work as your dad. Um, that, that brings its own pressures, doesn't it? Oh, really? yeah, it's not easy. I mean, you know, some, some people think you, you, you've had it easy because you just had to take over this, and then you know you're born into it. Yeah, but there's actually uh, a lot of a lot of hindrance as well. A lot of lot of hard work that has to go on to to try and prove your, yourself. Uh, you know, and uh, I, th- I think I've managed to do that in the restaurant at Le Gavroche. We've taken it mm. to. It's now 52 years it's been open, so I've actually been at the helm of Le Gavroche longer than my father was. Mm. Um, and, uh, and it's great that actually now my daughter as well has uh, yeah. just It's even harder for her in a sense. <sighs> yeah, gosh, yeah. I mean, it's an, it's an immense legacy. So she, she's actually said, well, look, I want to do my own thing. She's opened up her own restaurant uh, in, yeah, in Notting Hill. It's doing well, isn't it? Yeah, doing yeah. very well. And so she, she said, no, mm. I don't want to take over your job. I don't want to take over the family business. I want to do my own thing, which, which is great. Is he good with praise, Michelle? Your dad is he? Is he kind of? Can you remember that? <laughs> I, I kind of knew the answer. I've, I've seen, You've seen my I've dad. Seen him at, I've seen him at Cheltenham when he thinks the beef is slightly overdone. Yeah, we we thought it tasted great. Oh, yeah. that was that was carted off, and the chef was yeah. But he, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that day? And, and the, the, that poor waiter, he, yeah. he 
found a, a, a crap knife to carve yeah, yeah, the beef. That was the problem. Oh, he, he was it, hacking at it, wasn't he, a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> but it must be great, though, because he's a hard man to please. When when you do please him, it must be even better from a, from a cooking point of view. Absolutely. He mm. is he is a, a, a very, very honest uh, honest man, and he will always give a very, very honest appraisal, which I think you know is, is what I try to do, too. And, and mm. um, if, I, if I see one of my chefs, or when I was doing MasterChef, for example, um, I would be very, very honest and say, look, this isn't right, but here's the positives and here, this is how you can do it better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's very important that, you know, you, you've got to be honest. So where did you get your love of football and sport? Well, where was room for that? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, at school, uh, I was absolutely pants at football. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it's an afternoon show, so I can't tell you the, <laughs> that how I good, really that feel. That was a very good word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely useless at football, but very good at rugby. Um, and uh, so I, I, I grew up playing a lot of rugby. Um, and I support Harlequins, local team, London mm-hmm. team. Uh, but my football, love of football, was actually in 1976 when the uh, board of directors came to eat at Le Gavroche uh, the night before the cup final. And uh, they enjoyed the, me- the meal so much, they left uh, two tickets oh, wow. uh, for the cup final. Wow. And uh, so I was 16 at the time, and the old man came back with one of the tickets and said, here you go, son, uh, enjoy the cup final. So fell in love with Man United. Um, and followed them through thick and thin, uh, and have done um, ever since. Uh, you know, I've followed them uh, away games, away in Europe as well in my younger younger years when um, when I was allowed to. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm no longer no longer allowed to. But it's great, really, really great. Now you are a proper fan. We had a mm. chat at Cheltenham, and and you know, you, people often say, "Oh, he's, a guest is coming, and they are a fan of this club," and they kind of are in passing. But you are a proper fan, aren't you? You, you I am. You get. You, you, you get kind of wound up, and you get oh, you get very. very involved in their in their fortunes, don't oh, you? I, I get I get proper wound up. My, my, my wife, uh, yeah. If, if if the result doesn't go doesn't go the way, she says, "Go on, get your shorts and your your trainers on and go for a run. <laughs> go around the block a couple of times. It'll sort yeah, you out." We were just saying the break though that Sunday is is the one, isn't it? So it's such the a big game. game. Yeah, there's a there's, well big game tomorrow. But yeah, who's he gonna who's he gonna play? What, what's the selection? Will he park the bus? All of that, and it's Sunday. Is the, the big one though, yeah, mm. yeah. Because if, if 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 we win that one, then yeah, I think it's game on again. Are there chefy equivalents of say Guardiola and Mourinho, like one being more? <laughs> you do know what I'm saying. One's more pragmatic, and the other's yeah. got this sort of romantic, revolutionary way of cooking. I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there is most definitely. <laughs> okay. there, there, there are chefs that play it safe, um, and mm. there are there are chefs that that, that will uh, really. Um, invent and, and, and go for something, you know, new and different and different systems. Um, and then you've got your shouty chefs, you've got your, your chefs which will, will, will man-manage a lot better. And so, yeah. Yeah, is it a myth that now? I mean, is it a bit old-fashioned, that thing of, you know, Gordon going absolutely bonkers at people? I mean, or is that how it still is? No, it, I mean, there are still down dinosaurs out there, unfortunately, who, who do shout and rant and rave and scream and, and you know, think that that's the way to do it. Um, but that, that's yesteryear. That's gone. That, that that's should not be allowed. Mm. Yes, I do occasionally lose my rag and I do raise my voice and I do say the, the odd expletive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at least when I do it, they know they're in trouble yeah. and they know they've done wrong. But then you've got to follow that up with positive and you've got to say, OK, right, it's over. Let's move on. This is how you know, mm. we're going to make it work next time round. And that's so important. How much active cooking are you still doing? Because I know obviously you're doing TV and you're, you're doing this book. And are you, are you still working in the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, because I love it. You know, okay. that, that's what that's what keeps me 
Ah, it keeps me motivated and, mm. and, and it is going to the restaurant every day. Uh, I spend most of my time, regardless of all the other stuff that I do, uh, at Le Gavroche in Mayfair. Uh, and I do still put my finger in the sauce, although that's probably too much information. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have said that <laughs> really. But, that but one, you know what I mean, metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this, not double dip. The, the, the way that kind of this explosion of sort of uh, cooking on TV and the cult of the TV chef and stuff, has it kind of widened the pool of the more, the more people that want to get into your industry? And I suppose that means yeah. that the, the yeah, standard yeah. goes up, doesn't it? I, I, I think so. Um, um, obviously now, you know, there's cooking shows on every channel at every time of, of day, which, which is probably maybe you know, a little bit too much um but it but it certainly has inspired a lot of young boys and girls to come into our industry and mm. to to become chefs which is great and, and we're bearing the fruits of that now because you see so many great british chefs opening restaurants which is fantastic mm. what we need to do now is do the same for the front of house and, mm. and and get that message across that actually working front of house being a waiter being a wine waiter um is a career Good choice. Career. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. a manager. You can rise. Yeah. And you can rise up the ranks mm. so quickly and make good money. Uh, and, and it is a great, great career choice. Well, that mentality they've always had in the States has never really travelled here, has it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a shame. It's always been the case. Well, certainly it's, it's well, been recently. And, and, yeah. and, you know, France, Italy, Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The hotel and catering schools, uh, they, you, you can... You know, go to college and learn your trade as a front of house, as a waiter. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, it's... In, in England, it's still seen as a holiday job or university job, you know, kind of a stopgap mm. um, and not seen as a career path. So, I, you know, I'd like to do another show uh, maybe with Fred, you know, Fred Siriex from... Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, and because and, we did one about 10 years ago called Service, uh, and it really did inspire quite a lot of youngsters to get into the, the, the front of house of our business. So if we could do another one of those, that'd be great, because just to inspire more people to I, get into the I business. came to Le Gavre Show, I was just saying, you had a fantastic meal there. It was a special occasion with some, with some friends a little while ago. But two of the, the, the staff, the, uh, the waiting staff he had, were twins, two women yes. twins. And that was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, how, much, how many glasses of wine have I had? <laughs> Definitely seen two of them. That was that was yeah, messing so, my head a little Sylvia bit. Sylvia and Ursula are still with yeah, us. They, and, yeah, they, they, they yeah. still confuse people. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, still yeah. look at their glass <laughs> and go, how, how many of these have I had? I mean, I'm just looking at a recipe here because we've got to wind up. But the, for uh, chicken soup with cheese croquettes, I won't bother with the French, and truffle. And me personally, I, I don't get truffles. I don't like the flavour. I can't. Is there anything that you as a chef, as a foodie, actually actively dislike that other people love? Yeah, I I really dis. There, there are two things I say I dislike, and that's uh, okra uh, and uh, licorice. So if you if you were to combine the two, that would be my food. Okra hell. And licorice surprise <laughs> souffle. I'll make you one next time you come in. And well, well, that's a brilliant book. Well, look, lovely to see you again. And no doubt we'll see you at Cheltenham, if not before. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, well, uh, and Manchester United this year. What are you thinking? Top four. Uh, yes, top four. Uh, I say that cross fingers. Yeah, top top four. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Michel Reginia's book, The French Revolution, 140 Classic Recipes Made Fresh and Simple, is out now in hardback, and it's uh, published by Orion Books. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on Talk Sports, and uh, we have the clips of the month in a few moments' time. Uh, but first, Andy, do you have anything for us? Yes, I'm a sucker of these romantic achievements in in sport. Oh, yeah, things that you didn't know about. And th- I read of one this morning that really fascinated me from 1934. Mm. A woman called Florence Eilert. Her grandson has discovered this uh, thing about her, and I, I, yeah. I, I had heard about this tradition. What it is is you had to be able to run across Westminster Bridge, yeah. complete the, the run within 12 chimes of Big Ben. Oh, okay. And nobody had ever done it. And what sort of time? Do you know? Well, what there's they... no time really, because however long it takes in time yeah. is how long you have to do. Right. And uh, and no one had done it before. This woman, Florence, and she looks great. Look at her there. She's sprinting. She did it in ten. Well, it's she a good name across. for a runner, Florence, isn't it? Of course. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. She got there in 10 strikes of the Big Ben Gong. Wow. So okay. What sort of year did she do that? 1932. Wow, we. No, 1934. I beg your pardon. But well, yeah, we're not far from Westminster Bridge. Um, is it gonging at the moment? Is it fixed? <laughs> Can you imagine? Can't we, tell you, can't we tell you over the bridge, Andy, see how long it takes you? I'll be there for the next hour. You'll be dodging and weaving all the tourists. It's become a lot harder now. Oh, yeah, it's really. So it's probably uh, could not quite do it more the, difficult. In the same way. Yeah. Um, less excited about climber. Elvis Bogdanov. Uh, (laughs) He's not really a climber. He's in one of these places that scales buildings. Mm. And says how exciting it is, and you think, oh, there, there he yeah. is. Well, what do you think he is? He's, uh, he, I suppose he is a climber by definition. He's climbing buildings. Well, he clambers, apparently. Oh, he's a clamber. <laughs> he's a clamber. Yeah. He clambers above, above Britain's tallest residential building before dangling one-handed from a crane. And you think, really? Is this back to your what's the point thing? <laughs> exactly. Let's have a little window <laughs> on how celebrity works. Um, you quite like the idea of getting 11 sports, but I don't really want to spend 49 99 or whatever it is. <laughs> So Ryan Giggs says, yeah. I've not seen many of Gareth Bale's uh, performances this year. I've got Sky, but I haven't got 11 Sports <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. What happens next? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our good friends at 11 Sports, they're straight on to the Welsh FA saying, if Ryan wants to watch Real Madrid regularly, we will give Giggsy uh, a, a good coverage work, to the it? end of the season. Yeah. So yeah, well done on them. But old Giggsy knows. He knows how to save 50 quid, which I'm sure yeah. he needs to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new pantomime villain in wrestling. Is He's there? called the Progressive Liberal. 
<laughs> he likes winding the people. progressive liberal. Yeah, he's he's there to wind people up. And uh, in what in, where's he where's he doing? Is he's he in working the in America. Oh yeah, he's States, working in America. Okay. Basically, he's in he's uh, in. I imagine he does the... wind up the average WWE heartland, <laughs> well, the progressive the, liberal. I think that's the idea. Yeah, so, I'm guessing the bloke who plays him isn't a progressive liberal. Well, I don't know. His name's Daniel Hansberger. That doesn't help me. No, I don't know. I've never met him. <laughs> that either. doesn't tell me his politics. Well, doesn't say anything about him, does no, it? Really? That's right. Uh, I'm not buying Posh's statement to the other girl. Are you in this one? What do you think? Oh, I don't think so, do you? What's this? Being in the Spice Girls was a hugely important part of my life, and I wish my girls, I'm not trying to own them, uh, so much. So cynical, Andy, so when much it comes love, to the Beckhams. I, why don't you say the girls? So much love and fun as they go back on tour. Fans past and present are going to have a wonderful time. Oh, yeah, right, of course you do. You're hoping it's going to be a critical bomb is what you're hoping <laughs> not everybody <laughs> thinks like you not everybody oh, come is on not everybody's human Mr. nature schadenfreude human it's not, nature it's your human nature not everybody's <laughs> should we have the clips of the month yes let's do okay, that let's do that then shall we Yeah, time of the clips of the month. Uh, you can vote for your, I'm going to do this on Twitter, I take it. I'll look at our producer. So mm-hmm. by four o'clock, we'll have an answer. You've got half an hour or so to get involved and give us your favourite clip of the month. We'll play mm. the winner just before we hand over to the boys for drive. And we're going to start with Stuart Pearce, who was full of praise for uh, Chelsea's new keeper, Kepper. Dropped a shoulder, and as he was sliding, the ball getting away from him, he's stretching, but got his shot away. And a wonderful save by Alonso Cabrera. Yes. Oh, <laughs> just call oh, him. Just call him Kepa. Hands of Lord Charles uh, <laughs> for the teenagers there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's Aretha Balaga. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But never mind. So, of course, if we want the definitive pronunciation, oh yeah, there's only one man to turn to. So, to take part late on the show, answer this question: Which team the Chelsea goalkeeper? Oh, give us a break, will you, uh, Kepa? Aprazabalaga. Yeah, marvellous. Well done. <laughs> I'll have a paint of lager, is what Alan was saying there in Spanish. Yeah. Give us a break, will you? That's crazy, isn't it? Imagine him on the PA. Yeah. And today's Chelsea team features number one. Oh, give us a break, will you? It'd be great on the PA, <laughs> wouldn't it? We wouldn't be ready. And it's a warm clips of the month. Welcome back to Mike Parry, our Sri Lanka weather expert. Well, what happens in the monsoon season is it monsoons there we are thank you very <laughs> thank much thank you very much John Ketley move over <laughs> here's our man on the south coast Alex Crook with news of a Chelsea player's battle with dandruff yeah and it's an injury comeback for Pedro he's missed the last uh, three matches due to head and shoulder problems well you know he could still play that's quite weak isn't it <laughs> I mean I think Manchester United players under Fergie pulled out of England and uh, Wales squads for less than that yeah dandruff's really bad he's not coming uh, and we were surprised with Ray Houghton say this. I think a few of their players fell out of love with football. I've got to be honest with you, we're at the back end of Arsene Wenger. Hmm. I think if I fell out the back end of Arsene Wenger, <laughs> I'd lose love, uh, my love for football quite possibly. <laughs> and finally, Andy. Dean Saunders alongside Adam Brazil on breakfast with a question for Al's old teammate, Terry Butcher. Terry, are we right? Um, were you born on an aeroplane? Uh, no. <laughs> that was Alan, folks. Alan the backstory there. That was Alan saying, oh, Butch, he's on next, you know. He was born on an aeroplane. Ask him about being born on an aeroplane. So he's just... What a stitch up. I will, I will. And he gets on first question, no. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. 
Let's bring you the winner of the Clips of the Month. Uh, 59% of the vote went uh, for this one, uh, closely followed by Mike Parry's uh, weather forecast from Sri Lanka. But the winner was Big Alan's pronunciation of Kepa. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> so to take part late on the show, answer this question. Which team did Chelsea goalkeeper? Oh, give us a break, will you? Uh, Kepa. Aprazabalaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Well, there we are. That's a few edited highlights of this afternoon. We're back tomorrow with Jake Wood from EastEnders. That's right. Max Branning. Good. Uh, that, Is that, that two people? No, it's one person. <laughs> no, no. Big boxing fan, does a podcast. Um, one of my aunt's neighbours, but that's by mm. the by. I'll remind him of that tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, oh, all sorts. Dom Holland's in. Good. And Nick Compton. Good. So uh, until then, have a great evening. Thank you, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.